Hello. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Nick. Merry Christmas, Adam. How are you? I'm good. This is our pre-Christmas episode. Yes, it's two days before Christmas. It is, yes. Have you fattened the goose? Absolutely. Have the goose you... is always fat in this house. <laughs> have you Have you crossed the sprouts? I don't eat sprouts. Oh, I love sprouts. Do you? I don't, yeah. I'm not a fan. Don't know why people don't like them. Because they taste like little farts. No, they're just small cabbages. Yeah, but I don't like cabbage either. Well, so it doesn't sell it to me. You're wrong. <laughs> Let us know if if you like sprouts or not. That's a Christmas poll we can do. I'll do it on Twitter. Talking of Twitter. Sprout me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, please. B-O-T-S underscore podcast. We're very close to 900 followers now. Also, follow us on Instagram at B-O-T-S underscore, pod, underscore podcast as well. Uh, Facebook.com slash bottom of the stream. www.bottomofthestream.com is the website where you will find every episode we've ever done and the stream tables. And you can email us if you want to at bottom of the stream at gmail.com. I usually forget the email address, but I didn't. Well remembered. Thank you. And as always, we are on our mission. Yes. To dredge the bottom of the Netflix stream to see if we can find any diamonds hiding down there. Yeah. And we've had not a bad no, rate of success this, this season, series think, so yeah. far. Probably half and half. But when it's been bad. It's been really bad. It's been terrible. But when it's been good. It's been really good. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see if this one goes on the Santa's naughty list or nice list. Doesn't matter. It's Christmas. True. <laughs> Fair enough. Nothing matters at Christmas. <laughs> All bets are off. Absolutely. Have you had a good week? Uh, yeah, not bad. Been to a nativity this this afternoon, this, this evening. This afternoon evening? Yeah. Cool. How did that go? See my daughter. Yeah, very good. Yeah. She, she did everyone proud. She was very... She didn't embarrass the family? No. No. <laughs> no, some of the dancing was a bit questionable up on stage, but... Uh... <laughs> not from her, though. She's an amazing dancer. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was she was good. Good. She did not get her dancing skills from me. Right. Good, good, good. How about you? I've had a great day. Today's oh, been one of the best days I've had in a very long time. Because I came first in the Christmas raffle at work today. Oh, amazing. Won first prize. What was first prize? 49-inch LG, LG TV. Nice. Get me. Happy Christmas. Thank you very much. That's my little Christmas present to myself. £20 on tickets, £900 TV. Brilliant. Quids in. Literally. <laughs> Are you going to wrap it up and unwrap it to yourself? No. Well, I'll pick sure. it up tomorrow, so it's definitely going to be on the wall by this time tomorrow night. Lovely. Can't wait. That is a good week. Yeah. So I get to watch all these nice Netflix films now in 4K from now on. Lovely. I'll, def- I'll definitely come around to sample that. <laughs> Excellent. I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait to pick that up. Uh, have you watched anything good on Netflix this week? Uh, yeah, I I did. Just today. Oh. I, I randomly put something on. Yeah. And it was a magic show. Really? Yeah. This is weird, because I had a magic show to talk about as well. Really? I wonder if they're the same. Magic for humans. Yeah, how? What? No. Yeah. I started watching that last night. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't usually <laughs> it watch came up magic on my, uh, recommend. I don't know, but it came up on my recommended, so I thought, oh, I'll give that a go. Oh. How weird. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I was just scrolling through TV shows and put it on. Yeah, 20, it's pretty much it was what I was doing, it's 20 like minutes. 20 minute episodes. That's really weird. That is so weird. It's really good, though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I yeah. only watched one. I've watched three now. But, but yeah. It was fun. The one I watched, the guy, so what's the guy's name? Justin. Justin. Willman? Something like that. Is that right? Willem? Something like so that. So it's part of street magic and it's part like, but he does a bit like studio stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. The one I saw, he was trying to beat a lie machine, but it kept sort of telling him oh, he couldn't beat it and he kept having to show how he was really doing the tricks because no, right. it was wide up. It was very clever. It was that is very clever. funny. It was funny. Um, what did I watch? I yeah. watched one he did with a load of kids and some marshmallows. That was quite interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so I'll definitely go back and uh, check it out. Yeah, Magic, the, the, Magic I think for Humans. It's, it's appearing because the second season's just launched right, a couple okay. of days ago. So I think that's why it's appearing on people's recommendants. But I see. How strange. Yeah, it is a bit weird. Weird, spooky magic. Yeah, he's probably willed it into everyone's algorithms. <laughs> I don't think I've watched anything else other than that this week. It's been a bit of a busy week. It's coming up to Christmas. Yeah, well, I'll keep going out with you. Well, yeah, we have been out together quite a lot, haven't we, the last few days? With Well, with other people as well. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's that time of year, isn't it, where yeah. just, you're just doing friend, stuff. Friend, friend groups want to get yeah. together, so that's what we've been doing. No, I've not really done anything else. I haven't really got any Netflix news either. It's a bit, bit of a quiet week on Netflix. Well, they're probably going on holiday. Yeah, yeah, Christmas and all that. <laughs> so what are we going to do? What are we going to talk about? I've got something I want to talk about. Okay, cool. I, I've, <laughs> it is, isn't it? I um, came across a article earlier today, and it is the top 10 movie Santas. Oh. I thought it might be interesting to sort of go through them and have a bit of a chat. Let's do it. See if we agree, disagree. I know who the best movie Santa of all time is, so I want to see if they agree. Okay. okay. It's Well, this says, this, so it's from The Independent, Ooh. which is like a proper... Proper newspaper. Yeah. As far as newspapers go in this one? country are they not a, are they they're not or are they an evil one yeah, i'm not, not sure one of the evil ones i don't think i don't think they're quite as evil as a are lot they of as independent ones as they claim to be not sure <laughs> <laughs> so it's santa claus film portrayals ranked by authenticity apparently authentic you can't have what how can you have an authentic santa of course you can why couldn't you i don't know it just seems a bit weird well because one of maybe one of them is the real santa and we don't know about it it's maybe conspiracy. that's possible Right, should we start? So, yep. top 10 uh, movie Santas. Go for it. 11. What? Top 11 movie <laughs> Santas. Right, I don't know why there's 11. Right, that's okay. thrown me. Right, 11. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton in Bad, Bad Santa. Santa. It's a good film. It is a good film. Well, it's a fun film. I've never seen the second one. No, normally. And it is on Netflix. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to watch that this Did year. Did the WWE make that? Is that like a no WWE films film? No idea. I think. I think it is. But that's a good, he's good. Yeah, I agree. That's a good Not one. the most traditional of Santas. No, not very authentic. What? Mm. Is Department Store Santa? In a way, <laughs> well, that's yeah, authentic. He's not actual Santa, though. Ten. Tom Hanks in the Polar Express. Uh, I've not seen the Polar Express. Right. Well, for a start, he's computer generated. So yeah. I'm not sure how Definitely that not authentic. authentic that is. Um, it's, no, it's all right. It's have very, I seen it? I might it's a seen really it. cheesy film. Is it the one with the train? Right. It is, isn't it? Yeah. I might have seen it years ago. So it's, it's a Bob Zemeckis film and it's all motion capture. And, and Tom Hanks is like the conductor yeah. and the Santa. I can't imagine Tom Hanks as Santa. That's weird. I don't know how well it'd look now. I've not seen it for a few years. No. Uh, is it on Netflix? Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> okay. Nine. Yeah. Paul, Paul Giamatti in Fred Claus. Have I seen Fred Claus? I think I have seen Fred Claus. It's, it's the one where, um, isn't it the one, one where one Vince Vaughn is, yeah, is his brother? Yeah. Yeah. Looks pretty authentic. I've got a picture. Oh, he does, yeah. No, I have seen Fred Claus. Yeah, you're right. Something happens to him and his brother has to take over. Yeah, that sounds so. right. Eight. Jim Broadbent in Get Santa. Not seen it. Me neither. Is it a spin-off of Get Shorty? I don't think so. <laughs> I do like Jim Broadbent though. I'm getting. Oh yeah, I've never heard of that film. It must be a British film if he's in it. Yeah, it must be. Oh. I'll have to check that one out. I can't comment on that one. <laughs> right, number seven. Ed Ivory, who is uh, the voice actor behind Santa Claus in The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah. Okay. That's one of my favourite Christmas films, so I'm I'm like on board with that. He is a bit made of clay, a little bit. <laughs> but, <laughs> no denying, but that is a cool Santa. Yeah. Okay. I haven't really got any uh, disagreements with this list so far. No. Number six. Yep. Oh, this is very recent. Kurt Russell, The Christmas Chronicles. That's a good film. 
that is that is a Netflix. That's Netflix. That's a Netflix year. original. Yeah, the sequel's coming out next Christmas. Oh, there you go. Ties into some. Uh, it's a good film. It's a good Christmas Netflix film. news. I watched. Yeah, I watched that last year. Yes, they so they've announced, haven't they? That next so next Christmas. Yeah, Christmas twenty twenty. The sequel. Will yeah. Hit Christmas. Uh, Christmas Chronicles. Christmas. Christmas Chronicles two. <laughs> So, yeah, okay, cool. I mean, it's a bit high considering it's only been out here a year, yeah, but it does look but very sunnery. Yeah. And he's good, good film. Number five, David Huddleston in Santa Claus the Movie. That's the one that should be number one. Whenever I think of Santa, that's who I think <laughs> of. Can I blow your mind? I hope this might blow your mind because it blew my mind. Yeah. And I only recently found this out. Go on. Um, I, I had not put two and two together, probably because he's under um a lot of a big fat belly and, <laughs> and a beard. A beard. But he is the Big Lebowski in the Big Lebowski. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. is the he old, really? you know, the old guy. Yeah, it's David Huddleston. Wow, that's that has blown my mind. <laughs> I did not know that. Me, me neither until recently. I, um, I hadn't put two and two together. I, love I Santa haven't Claus seen that movie. Santa Claus movie. You've for not a long seen it. I no, it. I have, but oh, not for a long time. I watched it every Christmas Eve without fail. Yeah. And I, when he died a few years ago, yeah, three or four years ago, and it was a real, it really cut me up. It's like losing actual Santa. Right, I think this might, we might get a bit controversial here. Controversial. controversial. Number four, Tim Allen. No. The Santa Claus. I don't mind the Santa Claus, but no. He's not the fourth best movie Santa no, of all not. time. He's not better it? than David Hiddleston. <laughs> but the Santa Claus is all right. It's a fun film. I mean, there's about six of them, so he's had a lot of time to he get has. it right, hasn't he? No, I, d- I think that's too high. Too Agreed. High. Right, number three. Yeah. Edmund Gwen from the original Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, wow. 1947. Wow. No, I've not seen that. He's the only Oscar-winning Santa. Oh, really? There you go. That, but that must put him pretty high just on that. What about Tom Hanks? I think it means uh, for Oscar, playing Santa. Playing Santa. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Two. Yeah. Ed Asner in Elf. Yeah. Elf's a good film. Yeah. I know it's going to win. That is quality. Do you? I know it's going to win. What do you think it's going to win? The David Attenborough, is it? <laughs> no, he's the, he's he's the, the nature guy. Richard Attenborough. Number one is... Richard Attenborough. I, can, I always get them two mixed up. Which one's dead? That one. Yes. He's the Jurassic Park one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that had to put that to it. If it Miracle, wasn't David Miracle on 34th Street, 1994. 1994? Yeah. Wow. Same he year as the Santa Claus. Big, oh, big really? year for Santa Big movies. year for Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah, if David Hiddleston wasn't going to win, then I'll, I'll, I'll let Richard Attenborough win. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fair. Yeah, I, I think I would only take issue with uh, Tim Allen being a bit too high. Yeah, a little bit. It's a, it's a good film. In the strangely ranked top 11 Santas. Top 11 Santas. That is weird. Maybe they just couldn't. <laughs> they could have easily cut the guy from Nightmare Before Christmas yeah, out. Yeah. He's not famous and it's not really a Christmas He's season. not going to be annoyed, is he? It's not, it's not a main character. Not being real. No. <laughs> exactly. Oh, well, they didn't. Okay. Fair play. <laughs> well, whatever. Good. Cool. I enjoyed that. That, that was, was interesting. It. Let us know if you agree with that list. We don't. But do you. Let us know on Twitter. Santa is up. Santa is up. Santa the baby. underscore podcast. Right, should we talk about this week's film? Let's do it. This week, we talked about a Christmas film. Well, we're going to talk about a Christmas film. We, we watched, a Christmas, we watched film. a Christmas film. We did. What did we watch? Uh, we watched The Christmas Break-In. We did. So last week, in we made a Christmas randomizer, especially for this episode, for every... Film, Christmas film that's on Netflix, and we randomised it, and this came out, so we watched it. We did. Um, to start with, I, I'm a bit confused of what year this is actually from. Yeah, me too. I thought because I found two different years. So I think what it is, it came out last year, 2018, but it's hit Netflix this year, 2019. Yes, I think that's what. 
I think that's what's happened. Because I, I found a couple of different things. I know I can't remember where, but where they said it was 2018 yeah, and 2019. But Netflix are claiming it was 2019. So I think it's only just come onto Netflix okay. recently, but it came out. Hot off the press. Hot off the presses. Um, it, it is from 2018. It is a one hour and 27 minutes long. It is a U-rated film, which I think is the first one we've done. Yeah. I don't think we've done any U-rated so far. And it is currently rated at 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Stars. Denise Richards as Heather, who you will know from Starship Troopers. Ooh, it's probably yeah. her biggest role. She was a Bond think. girl yeah. in The World Is Not Enough. And she's Charlie Sheen's ex-wife. Oh, of course she is, yeah. I think that's what she's most most famous for. Because was she his wife when he was going for all that shit a few years ago? Well, he still is, isn't he? <laughs> well, yeah, but he's not as crazy as he was. They were in the headlines a lot, yeah. Yeah. At that time. Uh, also stars Danny Glover as Ray, who you will know from Lethal Weapon, or the Lethal Weapon franchise. And he is also one of only three people to survive hand-to-hand combat with a predator. Is he? Yes. Great fact. <laughs> Do you know the other two? Schwarzenegger. Yep. And oh, there's a lot of more recent Predator films yeah, that I have not watched. Ones. It's Adrian Brody. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was a good little fact. That is a good fact. People only really know Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon, yeah. so I didn't research anything else. I predator 2? Yep. Is nowhere near as fondly remembered as the first one. Yeah. But it's all right. I've not seen the Predator films good. for a long, long time. No, I haven't either. A long, long, long I remember time. it being. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, directed by a guy called Michael Camper. Written and directed by. No, just directed by. Okay. <laughs> Who hasn't really done anything of note. If he's listening, he's, he's just gone, oh, did I? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. no, oh. no I didn't. Oh. That's maybe something to be ashamed of if he did. <laughs> yeah, that's all the facts I've got about this cast and the crew. Do you have a one-word review? Festive. Festive. Yeah. Good one. Well, it couldn't really be anything no. different, could it? Okay. So, I'll tell you something. Go so, for it. I only watched this last night, and I sat down and put it on. And my wife sat next to me and she said, I've already seen this. Oh, really? <laughs> I watched this last week with, with the girls. No way. So I've got a little bit, I've, having quizzed a little bit further, yeah. I also have a bit of a uh, six-year-old's perspective on what they thought of this movie. Oh, really? So, Did they have a one? You should have got a one-word review of them. Yeah, I should have done. <laughs> it probably just been Trump or fart or... Knowing your kids, it probably would have been. Something like that. Yeah. Bum. <laughs> I've not seen your kids for ages. I need to come around your house, please. Invite me around. Come around. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so this film opens on a thrift store that is being robbed, or a, a charity shop, as we know them over here. Yes. And it's the Salvation Army. It is, yes, which is not a good place to rob at Christmas, but that's what's happening. And there's two guys and a lady who are doing this robbering. Robbering. There's a new word for you. Pilfering. Gonna, every time I make up a word, I'm going to point it out from oh, Robbering. Um, they're pilfering this thrift store. They've stolen all the charity money and they get out and the alarm's going off and they escape in an ice cream van. Yeah, why not? Because it's quite conspicuous at Christmas at this time of year. And and the song's always going off as well. Yeah, they can't turn the, the jingle off on no. the, uh, the ice cream van. And one of the guys who's called Rico yep. goes to switch it off and gets electrocuted. He does. And gets thrown up against the window of the van and we hit straight into the title card. So we know straight away this is going to be slapstick kind of comedy and pratfalls all that sort of thing yeah stupid it's going to be stupid and you get some credits that roll at the beginning the credits went on for quite a while yeah they did for and it was just like typical suburban christmas even the music in the credits yeah was like a slightly off-kilter version of all the music in home alone so we're going to talk about home alone quite a lot in this aren't we there's a few similarities it's fair to say i 
it's a blatant ripoff. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we'll go straight in. It's a blatant ripoff of Home Alone. But like you say, we'll talk about it. We'll get to it a bit more because you can't not. You could not watch this film and not compare it. This is a film Home Alone wishes it could be. It's really not. <laughs> um, I've got, I've got my microphone in a weird position. Hold on a second. I can't read my book. I'm talking to this microphone. You need a lectern. I need a desk. That's what yeah. I fucking need. Right. You get a lectern like a preacher. Am I going to move it? I don't know why I'm struggling. I don't normally struggle. No. And anyway, so the film starts with, after the title card of the credits run, they start with Mimi Izzy, who is the main character in this film. She is nine. She is nine. She's a girl. That's why we're saying she. <laughs> and she gets up in the morning and she instantly starts arguing with her older brother, who was called Nick. Good name. Good name. Strong, solid name. Yeah. Very festive. And, yeah. And she wants a guitar for Santa's Christmas. name. It is Santa's name. Yeah, that's why or I said it was festive. Santa's name Chris? No, it's Nick. Is it? It's Chris Kringle. It's Saint Nick. Saint Chris Kringle. <laughs> and she wants a guitar for Christmas, and her parents have agreed to get her one, but we're not got there yet. But that, that's what she wants. And we meet her parents after that. Yes. And they wake up in their own bed with some writing on their foreheads. She's branded them. She has sharpied them, certainly, with the words. One of them had got Fender, and one of them and had the got, dad. The dad had the, Fender. The dad had Fender on his forehead, and the mother had guitar written yep. on their foreheads. And uh, yeah, they they spot it and it's like hilarity ensues, isn't it? They're like, oh, we've got these writing on our head. So it is absolutely hammered home that these are very forgetful parents. Yes, we're not uh, we're not being allowed to forget that straight away. <laughs> they uh, do not think of their kids first. They are very busy. Yeah, they're, they're busy business people. Orientated. Yeah, they both work at the same place. They've all got like three phones. Yeah. A burner phone. Very yeah. suspicious. Ooh. And um, like Walter White. So this family are all getting ready for the to face the day and they're having breakfast. It's the, the last day of school. It's the last day of school. Yeah for both Nick and Izzy. And they've got the TV on in the background. They, you can tell they're shit at being parents because Izzy has made herself a microwave pizza yeah, for breakfast. Yeah, she's got frozen pizza for breakfast. And there's a TV on in the background that says a blizzard is on its way. It's like a weather report, isn't yeah. it? So like, more news reporting to give us plot yeah. points in the film. We come across this quite a lot. And they make arrangements to meet Izzy after school where they're going to go to this guitar store to pick up her new guitar. It's the only day. Yeah, it's a one-day sale. Where they're half price, yeah. today only. One day, 50% off sale. So they're going to collect Izzy at three o'clock yep. and choose a guitar for Christmas. And she's adamant that they're not allowed to forget. She gets her Sharpie back out and she writes the number three on one of their hands. Yep. And she draws a clock with pointing at the number three on their other hands. Yep. So she's adamant that they're not going to forget, but we all know they're obviously going to forget. Well, they... <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> they're obviously going to forget. And so she heads off to school and she meets up with a guy called Ray, who is the janitor of the school. He is. And he is Christ, uh, Christian Glover's character. <laughs> I don't know who that is. You're so... Why are you so bad with names? Is an actor. I think Christian Glover no, is Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. Was in Back to the Future. It is not him. No. It is Danny Glover. I don't know why I'm so bad at names. I'm not normally. No, not in I just... just my brain just doesn't when you work. Put I can't in front. read and talk at the same time. That's what it is, which is a problem because that's all this podcast is. <laughs> and um, yeah, so she's he's like a guitarist. Yeah, so he's he's got a sort of photos of himself in his younger days yeah. up on his office wall. Yeah. Uh, so he is a bit of a guitar guru. Yeah. So I don't think we actually see him play in the movie. No, I don't think we which do. Which makes me a bit suspicious of Danny Glover's actual guitar <laughs> skills, but that, hey, that's acting. Yeah. Um, and... He is, yeah, he is the janitor, but he's also teaching Izzy guitar on the side. Yeah. That, I didn't mean that sound weird. It's totally above board. <laughs> Her mum knows about it. Yeah. She kind of meets up with him before school and yeah. at recess and lunch times and that sort of thing. And he's teaching her to play. But his guitar is in a glass case on the wall. Yeah. Because he says it 
brings back both happy and sad memories. Yeah. And it's got the word Gloria written underneath, yeah. which is the name of the guitar. Yeah. And um, then we cut back to our friends in the ice cream truck, who are the bad guys in this film. And they are heading south, and they realise that it's snowing too hard to be going south, and that then the guy who's driving thinks, oh, we've been going north this whole time. Oh, what palaver. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so they thought that the plan was to head south to Mexico. Yeah. And there was a miscommunication. And they're heading north to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got Barbie, who's the lady. Yep. Rico, who you've mentioned before, who's her boyfriend. Yeah. And then Ned, who is Barbie's brother. Yeah. And he's a bit simple. Pot- well, maybe. Yeah. He starts off yeah. like that anyway, at least. So yeah, they realise they're going the wrong way. So they turn around. They're three hours now out of the where they should be. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're a bunch of idiots. Yeah. They turn around. The snow's coming down, but they're heading south. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to Izzy and she's in class now, but they're only watching videos because it's the last day of school. Toy day. Toy day. We used to have toy day. Yeah, my, my daughter's got toy day on Friday. Is it still a thing? Yeah, yeah. Wow. They're all really excited about Do it. Do they all just take their phones and iPads? And stuff? <laughs> she's still too young for that. Right? Yeah. Agreed. No, it's no electronics, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're taking like board games and stuff. Yeah. That's what yeah. we used to do. Wow. How's that tradition survived after 30 odd years? Crazy. Yeah. So, but these are watching videos. They're watching Christmas films, I think. I didn't catch what they were watching. Yeah, and they're also practicing for the Christmas Carol. Yeah, they're like the play. Yeah, which is also happening later in the day. I think, that, I think that's supposed to be happening after school, yeah. isn't it? So it, then it's recess, and she goes to meet up with Ray. But as soon as she get there, he gets called away to the basement to fix something. The janitorial emergency. Yes, he needs to get there quickly. Uh, but as he's leaving, she sees his master keys in his drawer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This couldn't this, have been like more signposted. Thrown them in your face. These are his master keys. This is where I keep the master keys. Do not ever touch my master keys. But you now know where they are just in case you should ever come across a situation (laughs) where you might need to handle the master keys. That's exactly what this this scene was. That's when we find out then that the school play is now cancelled because of the weather. The the principal comes over the tannoy, doesn't he? Because the schools have tannoy systems in them. I thought he just spoke over it. Wow. (laughs) It's Christmas. You can't be making jokes like that. This is a family film. I'm sorry, you can edit that out. <laughs> I am not editing that out. I am leaving that in to show how disgusting a person you are. <laughs> so we cut back to the the guys in the snow snow truck, I was going to say then, but it's an ice cream truck in the snow. And they turn their radio on in the ice cream truck. And there's a, a radio news report, which I don't think we've had before. <laughs> that's a new one on us. And they're talking about this Salvation Army shop that's been robbed overnight. And the assailants were seen getting away in an ice cream truck unbelievable that and someone they, spotted that yeah who would have seen it with the uh, sirens blaring and everything in the middle of winter and they've been labeled the ice cream truck bandits quite originally as opposed to the wet bandits was this the serial killer in the first season of dexter wasn't he the ice cream killer, killer. yeah he was or the ice the ice cream killer ice truck killer something like that his brother oh shit spoiler <laughs> you just spoiled the first season of dexter <laughs> my bad <laughs> I'm on one tonight. Well, uh, I'll put that in the show notes. <laughs> okay. This this contains spoilers for this film and season one of Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies like 15 if years nobody's old. watched Dexter yet, but forget what Nick just said. It isn't true. <laughs> yeah, they're called the Ice Cream Truck. That's what they've been called, the Ice Cream Truck brand Bandits. And then we go back to the school and the school's just finished for the day. Yep. So it's three o'clock. Izzy doesn't have a phone because her mum took her phone off her earlier in the day. Yeah. And obviously their parents don't show up. They know show it because that's what parents do. That's what these parents do. We also see a brother who's gone to somebody else's house. He's gone to do some cool like drone stuff. He's going to build a drone. Yeah, with his mates. Yeah. With one token girl who he likes. 
yeah the whole brother thing's a whole subplot to this film that never goes anywhere no <laughs> so it's really weird and he yeah it will come to what he does or doesn't do later yeah. but yeah it's yeah odd so ray she's sitting outside the school in the it's pouring pouring down with snow that's not right what do you say when it's snowing really hard sledging down no <laughs> that's what you do down a hill in snow no, it sledges from the sky no it doesn't okay um it's <laughs> it's snowing really hard yeah and ray sees her sitting outside on their own he kind of knows the parents doesn't he right and, okay there's some serious safeguarding issues here yeah i agree <laughs> so everyone's gone home yep no Every parents yeah all the children have gone yeah all the, the teachers, teachers have gone, gone. yeah no one has gone outside to check on her apart from the janitor yeah yeah like a there's good while after everyone's gone there's an issue i do not want to send my kids to this school <laughs> the issue goes further though because ray lets her back into the school yeah to keep warm and then leaves her alone. <laughs> he goes home then. Or he goes to... He's got a gig, hasn't he? He's got a gig. So he just leaves her in the school on her own. Yeah. That's <laughs> even worse, is it not? Yeah. It, there's, there's many issues. <laughs> so I think... Yeah. Now, this I'm going to give this film way too much credit here. Okay. But I think there's a subtext here. Yeah. That he is going to play this gig. Yeah. Which is something that is taking him out of his comfort zone. Yeah. Because he's sort of stayed in for a number of years. Yeah. Since he's been on his own. Yeah. And the subtext being by teaching Izzy, he's brought he's come out of his shell and he wants to go back and start gigging again. Oh, well, you're overthinking this one. None of that is mentioned. <laughs> no, it's not. But that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, that is what's happening. I think you're right. But you can, you can clearly tell he clearly doesn't want to do it as well because he's very he's very reluctant to yes, leave he is. her. No, no, this. He's quite keen to get back. Event. So yeah. at one point he comes back. So it's obviously this is a big step. Yeah. For him. Yeah. But. That is all like underlying subtext yes, in this. That's exactly right. It's really weird. And then you cut to the parents who suddenly realise that they've forgotten Kevin. I mean, Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Because you get that exact scene though, don't you? She, yeah. she screams the kid's name. She rings the dad. He screams. And they both end up, they fall over as they're running yeah. out of the building. They bash into people. Yeah. It's literally is the Kevin yeah. moment from home alone. She's running for an office instead of an airport. Yeah, exa- exactly. Um, and instantly, we cut back to Izzy, and as soon as she gets left in that school, where do you think she goes? She goes straight to Ray's office, gets her hands straight on those master keys. Sure does. <laughs> she doesn't even think about it. And so she heads to the school offices, because she's trying to get hold of her parents. Yep. She tries the phones. Already, none of the phones work. Already, none of the phones work. If this if the snow's this bad, the school would have got sent home early. Yeah. It's like, there's no phones. Everybody's gone home. She's locked in the school on her own. So she... And then she says... I'm here all by myself. And then she starts going crazy because that also happens in Home Alone. So, yeah, she talks on the PA and then she has there's like a having fun montage. Yeah. Which, yeah. It's like when Kevin runs around the house all yeah. crazy in Home Alone. They're not even hiding it. No. They're, they're honestly not even hiding it. It's a blatant ripoff of Home Alone. Yeah, a lot of times past. Yeah, but. Man. Don't be such a Scrooge. I'm, okay. We'll get to that at the end, but they are not even hiding the fact that it is a Home Alone ripoff. And so her. Mum obviously realises that she's got Izzy's phone. She tries to... So she calls Ray because she knows that Izzy and Ray are friends. Yep. And she gets hold of him. And instantly she persuades him to turn back, which he has no issue with doing. No. So he heads straight back to the school. And as he's driving there, we then cut to the guys in the ice cream truck again. And they are trying to look for some... Because they're obviously three hours behind schedule now. They're trying to look for somewhere to hold up for the night. Yeah, they want to lie low or try and uh, ditch the ice cream truck. It's pretty cold in an ice cream truck, I would imagine. And they spot an abandoned school. 
Yeah. Which isn't abandoned, it's just closed. And they head towards it. So we've got all of our characters now heading towards the school. You think you're going to get your home alone. This is where the crescendo is uh-huh. going to happen. <laughs> There's quite a funny scene when they get to the school and they're trying to break in. And Ned picks up a rock to throw for a window. And when he throws it, it bounces back and knocks Rico out. Yeah, that was that was my daughter's favourite bit. Was it really? Just to point out, yeah. Doesn't surprise She me. thought it was hilarious. It was, it was hilarious, to be fair. It was a good moment. So yeah, Rico's got this red mark on his forehead for the rest of the, rest of yeah. the movie. Well, yeah. Does that happen in something else? Um, it seems familiar. Barbie manages to open because they're getting through a window. Yeah, because that happens in another film I've seen as well. Barbie manages to open the window with a spade, and they get in. They're in the school then. Yep. And so we cut back to the parents for a little while now, because they're heading towards the school as well. But unfortunately, they crash their car. Yeah, they're just morons. They are <laughs> absolute morons. Yeah, they crash. They go. They they end up in a snowdrift. Yeah, they do. Uh, they crash into a snowdrift and have to abandon their car. They have to walk. It must have really slowed snowed a lot. Yeah, it must have. Because <laughs> it well, there wasn't even, at the start of the film. There and also, they work a long way away from this school. <laughs> yeah. So they decide they're going to walk, and they uh, a man in a truck drives past them, and he's singing because I've seen a singing man in a truck somewhere before as well. Um, <laughs> he's like a del- delivery. Del- yeah, um, he's a courier, isn't he? He's yeah, late night delivery postal postal man. But unfortunately, just before he drives past them, they fall over. Yeah, and they completely miss him. Just randomly fall over. Just randomly fall over. (laughs) So they completely miss him, and then Ray gets back to the school, and as soon as he walks in the door, he gets captured. Yeah, which really reminded me of Halloran in The Shining, (laughs) because that's what happens to him. He gets he's like driving back through the snow to get in back to the Overlook. As soon as he gets back to the Overlook, he gets murdered. Yeah, I've written there. This is now The Shining. Um, but so is he's he's he's, he's also with the dog. So yeah, he's got his dog. Yeah, Jet. Jet. Yeah, I think. It was, yeah, you're right. And um, Ray spots Izzy, because Izzy's obviously now twigged that something's going on. Yeah, and the dog's gone to fi- gone to Izzy. Yeah, he tells her to, he kind of cryptically tells her to go and find a place to hide, doesn't yeah. he? Without them noticing. Yeah, and they tie Ray up. Yeah, they, he's got, the they've got him tied up, and she, sp- she sees him for a door, and he starts talking about, yeah. oh, if I was loose in this school, I'd go and find somewhere to hide from you scary people, as if trying to give her a cryptic message. And then they do the old, don't tell him your name, Rico. <laughs> yeah. That classic bit, the thieves. Yeah, they do. And Ned, all... Ned's actually wearing a name badge that says Ned. Ned, because he's an ice cream man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's all a bit silly. So eventually at the end of this scene, Barbie sends Rico off to get some food from the cafeteria. Yeah. And while she goes with him eventually. I think, is he scared of the dark? Yeah, he's like, I don't want to go on my own. Yeah, he was I'm scared, scared of the dark. Yeah. yeah, he was scared of the dark. So they both go together, Rico and Barbie, and they decide they're going to hide the money beforehand. So they need to find. They need to. They decide they need to find a room with no windows to hide the money in. Yeah. Which they do. They find a cupboard, and then we cut away from the school, and we go back to the parents who are still bumbling around. Yeah, they're now they walking around. Yeah, and they see an old barn, and they thought we're going to go and hold up in here because we're cold. Yeah. No, don't worry about our kid who's <laughs> abandoned at a school somewhere. We're a bit chilly, so we're going to head into this barn. Luckily. Yep. There's a snowmobile in the barn. There is. That's very handy. Hallelujah. Considering it wasn't even snowing earlier. <laughs> no. Now there's a snowmobile there. But as we said, they're morons. Yeah, and they are. And the dad cannot pilot a snowmobile. No, because he instantly crashes it through the door of the bar. He sends it backwards through yeah, the through the door. backwards. These are like proper slapstick scenes with these two. Yeah. The, all the parent scenes. And it was, which is weird because, well, not weird. Because you were expecting that to be the thieves. Yeah, and it isn't. But it's, it's the parents it's the that parents. do all the slapstick stuff. Yeah. We get a little scene as well of Nick at one point now. He's found a snowboard 
and he's decided he's going to go. And oh yeah, because he wants to come and he? help. Yeah, yeah, because he realize he knows it is his left on her own. Yeah, because did them their mum rang him? Didn't yeah, she? Yeah, the mum rings him, and he knows that his parents are idiots as well. So he's found a snowboard, and he's decided he's going to go and find her as well. Well, he's he's drone snowboarding. Yeah, eventually, and then Izzy starts gathering some supplies up. Booby trap montage. Booby trap montage because it's home alone, and uh, yeah, she starts. Hey, gathering. there's loads of booby trap material in a school yeah there is this is totally original i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> if she actually set any <laughs> so then we go back to the parents and they're now in this barn because they've managed to break through the door by driving backwards through it and they find a sleigh yep like a santa's sleigh. a load of animals and a load of a horse yeah they find a horse which pig they, i think there's a pig. pig yeah there's a load of goats and there's a pig uh, but they try to tether the horse up to it first because <laughs> that's where you'd go to that she go to if you got a sleigh, yeah, go for a horse. But the dad gets kicked by this horse. This made me giggle. <laughs> he went flying. He went absolutely flying. Flew straight back into a, a hay bale. Yeah, like, I, I know it's stupid. It did make me chuckle. It, it was stupid, but it's Christmas, isn't it? Back to Izzy. She turns all the power off in the school, and Ray's like talking to the bad guys still, isn't he? Yeah. He's kind. Of, he blames. Um, well, he blames the storm to start with, but then he says it might be could be the ghosts, and because uh, they it, she's put a fan. <laughs> let's talk about this bit she put she, Izzy's put in a putton I've just made up another word she's put a fan in the air vent yeah. like an electric oscillating fan and it's made the whole room go cold yeah. straight away okay <laughs> and then Ray kind of tells them that the school used to be a prison yeah I genuinely thought he was going to say it was built on an old Indian burial I did as well <laughs> because he's Halloran and that's the overlook uh, yeah so he tells them it used to be a prison and he's trying to scare them off isn't yeah. he he's, He's telling them all these stories about all the old prisoners and how they how haunt the wall, haunt the halls and whatever. And then they start to hear like wailing noises. Yeah, <laughs> and they do. Where are they coming from? They are well. Rico goes to find where they're coming from. Yeah, because Barbie sends him off again on his yeah. own. He's properly scared by this. He's point. properly scared. And what made me laugh as well at this point? He's walking down the halls and he's stumbling around as if it's really dark. Yeah, it's really it well isn't. lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's really well. There's even a light on at the end of the corridor. Yeah, all the Christmas decorations and Christmas lights are still on yeah. all around the school. It's not even that dark outside. No. There's the moonlight's coming in through the window. There's an emergency lighting on. There's like an orange light at the end of the corridor. And he's bumbling around. He walks into a couple of Christmas decorations and he scares himself. Maybe he's partially sighted. Maybe he's an idiot. <laughs> like the director. And yeah, it's like, it's not dark. But he's making out like it is. So he's bumbling around the place trying to find where this noise is coming from. And he heads into a classroom, doesn't he? Yeah. And he finds a like radio. Yeah, like a, a, a little stereo. A little boombox. Yeah. Somehow Izzy's managed to record some noises on it. So he goes to grab that, and as he grabs it, he turns around. I think I presumed yeah. that they were noises, because she got the stereo from the stage where they'd been practising Christmas Carol. Oh, so you Carol. think she's doing it through the microphones? No, I think they were noises. Oh, the actual noise. Oh, okay. From the, pick from up the stage that. show. Because oh. there's ghosts in the Christmas Carol. I hadn't picked up on that. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. See, this is what we do. We, if one of us misses something, the other one picks it up. There's you just slagging it off. <laughs> I'm not slagging it off. I haven't slagged this film off at all. Yeah. Um. And as anyway, he finds this stereo, and as he turns around, is he's behind him, and she, he's got she's got like a scary mask on. Yeah. And he passes out. He does his face. Like, he screams like a little girl, and he passes out. And then she says, "One down. Yeah. Two to go." So she's taking them out. Meanwhile, the parents have tethered some goats up to the sleigh now. Yes. They've made a goat They've made a sled. A goat sled. And they're both sitting in it and they're like, yeah. And obviously. Goats go nowhere. Goats are not going to move. I don't think, could goats even pull a sleigh? 
Uh, if you had enough goats. Yeah, but they don't do Anything could pull a sleigh. How many goats did they have? You get enough caterpillars, they'd pull a sleigh. <laughs> How many caterpillars would you need? For like eight billion. <laughs> well, you're all giddy on Christmas. <laughs> Plus, the reins would be too little. Yeah. Yeah, you would never be able to te- tether a caterpillar to a sleigh. <laughs> all right, you would. Oh, it's a long day. It's been a long day. Um, anyway, these goats are not going anywhere. They're not moving. And so uh, they they decide to leave the barn. Yep. The, this barn is a bust. There's nothing in here that's going to help us. And just as they leave, the singing man in the van comes back and they get a lift from him. He is. It's not John Candy, no. but it's not far off. Um, so they're now heading back to the school as well. And they're, they're in the while they're in the van with this guy, they're having a bit of a discussion about whether they're bad parents or not. Yep. And I don't know why they need to discuss it's that. It's not a discussion. Yep, they <laughs> definitely are. They're terrible parents. Yeah, the man who's driving the van is wearing a Santa hat. He has a white beard and his name is Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Subtle. <laughs> very, very subtle. And then back in the school, we're back to the school. Yeah. And we're back with Ray and Barbie and Ned and they hear some chains rattling. And Ray says it's a guy called Lewis Clarkson who died in his change, in his change, in his chains. <laughs> and he was the worst prisoner there was. He was the baddest of all the bad prisoners. But Barbie is not buying any of it. She goes to check it out herself this time. She does. And it should never split up. No, they're, they're idiots. This is like the first rule of bubbling TV <laughs> crime people criminals crime people crime people coming this fall so ray is ray is ray is still telling so he's now just with ned yeah who is the nice yeah criminal and he says that he tells ned that he's a nice person yeah he does and ray says i've been in prison as well yeah you know it's not the end of it you've still got time to change trying to empathize isn't he trying to get him on side and he this way he tells what he tells ned about his wife yeah um, and said so he's been on his own for sort of five years. Yeah. And she was called Gloria. Yeah. Which was the name on the guitar yeah. at the beginning of the film. And he's put her in a case in his office. Yeah. Because that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, anyway, meanwhile, Barbie uh, is trying to find Izzy or trying to find the source of this noise. And But Izzy manages to trap her in the room with all the money. Yeah, she, well, she kind of lures her into yeah, the she, cupboard. What, well, I don't remember how she lured her in. But no, she I, mean, did. I was hoping you would because I haven't quite caught, caught that either. There was something in there. And she just kind of shuts her in. Yeah, she manages to shut her in this room and lock the door. Yeah. And then she says, two down. Yeah. And there's been no booby traps. No. No pratfalls from the criminals. <laughs> I, I, no, where's the, like, I don't know, the custard on the floor. Yeah. Slipping around and staple gunning them. Could have yeah. done loads in a school. Yeah, there's Paper loads cuts. they could have done. Loads they could have done. We'll get to it at the end, but there's loads they could have done. Um, and Chris, we're back in the van then with Chris and the parents, and he tells them that he studies human nature and he knows who's naughty and nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then... They're, they just... The parents are playing it dead straight. They're just oblivious to the whole thing as well. Yeah, which this, this I, I quite, obviously I thought, supposed I really to be enjoyed it. Santa Claus. <laughs> they're just so caught up in the house. Crap with, at being a parent. So, yeah, but they are parenting. Uh, and this is where we cut back to Nick then, and he has now tethered four drones to a snowboard. Yeah. And he's going to drone himself to school yeah drone surf drone surf this wouldn't work would it not no how many would you need for it to work a lot more than four to pull a snowboard yeah they weren't even that big a drone but not as many as you'd need caterpillars probably not no. okay just you're not gonna need eight billion drones <laughs> okay <laughs> it's going pretty fast as well yeah it was it was flying um then we cut back to barbie who's still in this dark room and she but she's still got her mobile phone on her yeah which is handy because she calls rico who which wakes him up because he was still unconscious on the floor and she tells him it's not a ghost, it's a kid. Come rescue me. So he does. Yeah, he just opens the door, lets her out. Yeah, and then Barbie, Barbie as Barbie's walking down the corridor, and she tri- she triggers this like trip wire. Yeah, and a load of tennis balls started firing at her. Yeah. <laughs> I really like this bit. I did. As Do well. you know what I like? <laughs> because 
it cuts between the tennis balls being fired out of the ball machine. Yeah. And they're absolutely rapid. Yeah. So it is like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Like, hun- like hundreds and hundreds of yeah, seconds. And she gets powered by about four tennis yeah. balls. And they're going really slowly. As if someone's yeah. just like underhanded just off screen and then it cuts back to them coming out of the machine like bang 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 bang. yeah oh, it just really made me laugh yeah, it really made me do you know what it made me think of what? burning sands it's the second week in a <laughs> row people have been pelted by tennis balls in a film we've watched in a school in a school <laughs> how weird is that uh, I, I bet there's only two films in the whole world that have got people getting pelted by tennis balls and we watched them both in two weeks Go and check our Burning Sands episode out. It was last week's episode. <laughs> it's a very different film to this. <laughs> they don't get much more different than these two. Then Rico goes back to Ray and he catches Ned untying Ray, which does not go down very well. Yeah. And meanwhile, while this is going on, Barbie gets on the intercoms, like the school intercom system. Yeah, the PA. The PA system. And tells Izzy that if she wants Ray back in one piece, she's got five minutes. Oh, yeah, because Izzy's moved the money, hasn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because she tied it to the dog and the dog pulled it away on the yeah. skateboard. Yeah, you're right, she did. Yeah, so she says that if you want Ray back in one piece, you need to bring the money back within five minutes. So you've got five minutes. Yeah. And Rico now has got Ray and Ned tied up. So he's tied them both up in the room. And Izzy shows up. Yeah, and so just Bar- so Barbie's gone back and she's kind of disowned Ned. You know, brother of mine, yeah. well, you're not loyal, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, Izzy turns up and says she's going to take Barbie to the money. Yeah. and then But then, quickly, we have a quick other scene from Chris and the parents at this point, where he says that he's from way up north, as if we needed this point <laughs> bashing into our head anymore of who this guy is. And then Izzy asks Barbie if it bothers her that she's robbing from the poor, because she's robbed from the salvation. They have a bit of a chat there, yeah. the pair of them. And Barbie says her parents were shit like yours, and they have a little bit of conversation, don't they? There's not a lot happening, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then um, Ned, like, tell he, Ned's talking to Rico, and he says to people, "You're a bad guy." He says to Rico, "You're a bad guy, and you're really good at tying people up." Not. Nah. <laughs> Just like that. I know. It's From, awesome. Like, Nineteen ninety-five. I know. <laughs> and oh, brilliant. So he kind of dives out and like spears him, doesn't he? Yeah. Dives at him and tackles Rico to the floor, and he ties Rico. And up. He ties Rico up. So now Ray's tied up and Rico's tied up and Ned's not tied. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they let don't they, doesn't he let Ned lets Ray out? Yeah, he does. And yeah. meanwhile, Izzy sets the dog on Barbie. Yeah, she kind of just leaves her to guard the Barbie, doesn't yeah. she? The, the, leaves Jet to guard Barbie, and they have a bit of a, a standoff. The dog and the and Barbie, they neither of them want to move and they can't. And then the parents arrive at the school. Yeah, they finally get here. That's, that was a long journey. <laughs> and Chris says, "Oh, I'll just go around the back." And then I don't think we see him again. <laughs> I, don't. I think that's the end of it. Yeah, I think he's gone. He's yeah. got enough to carry on his deliveries. He says, you, you go and have a look here. No, he says, you go and have a look around the front and I'll go around the back. No, he does. And then we never see him again. So I don't know why he had to be fast. No, you do, because he, he rams Barbie. Oh, no, he does. Is that now? Yeah, yeah. it is now. Because so they, they see, they see Barbie, leave, Barbie he, dragging the sacks of money. Yes. To the ice cream van. Correct. You're right. I'm wrong here. You're and right. He, he does. He so, tries to kill her. He does. He rams because <laughs> he's Santa Claus. <laughs> he rams his truck into the ice cream truck and then calls the police. Yeah. And then Nick shows up on his flying snowboard. It's first, is that the first time you've seen Santa try to commit vehicular homicide? I think so. <laughs> I don't think it's popped up in a, especially in a, a U-rated film. <laughs> yeah, Nick shows up on his flying snowboard. He kind of flies in out of nowhere. And he knocks Barbie down just as she's getting up from the uh, from yeah Santa ramming her. Yeah. Uh, the parents meet up with Izzy in the school. And it turns out that Ned isn't a bad guy after all. He's a nice guy. He's just easily led. Easily led by his 
stepsister. So Rico and Barbie get arrested. Um, so does Ned. He does get Yeah, he does get arrested. But Ray tells Ned that the DA is the bass player in his band. Yeah. And he will sort things out. And then ask him if he wants a job as his assistant janitor. I'm putting my hand up again here. Go on. I've got more safeguarding issues <laughs> with the fact that the janitor, A, has the authority to offer a job. Yep, agreed. And B, is offering it to someone who is literally getting arrested. <laughs> At the time. And has clearly got a long criminal record. Yeah. So, all right, come work in this school. We'll be all right. Yeah. I'm not having it. Because you were an ice cream man. <laughs> then you were a robber. And now you can be my assistant at the school. Yeah, there's uh, there's issues with it, isn't there? And so Izzy kind of tells her parents everything that's happened. And they decide they need to invite Ray over for Christmas dinner. Sure. Because that's the nice thing to do. Yeah. He's a little... The least he deserves. Little old man who lives on his own. And so we cut then to Christmas morning. And Izzy's excitingly like a little child does opening her presents. They're having like a morning. wrapping paper fight, aren't they? Yeah. Kids do that, don't they? Yeah. You're going to have a crazy Christmas this year. I know. Can't wait. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Your kids are just that right age now. Yeah. And she's opening her present from her brother, Nick, and he's brought her an amp. He has. Because bearing in mind, she never did get this guitar that she wanted. <laughs> no. Because this all happened on the day she was supposed to be getting it. And her parents, really horribly. <laughs> I know. They're still <laughs> awful, awful parents. parents. So they've, got, they've they wrapped up a guitar They've not turned over a new leaf. Yeah. And so they, they give Izzy this guitar case and she gets really excited. And she opens this guitar case. And what's inside the guitar case? Fuck all. Nothing. <laughs> Because they're horrible parents. They didn't buy her the guitar. Because <laughs> just bought her out a guitar got, case. But which you must buy from the same shop that you buy a guitar from. There must have been no guitars left. <laughs> it really young. It was like, if I'd have been that kid, I would have never spoke to those two again. Maybe they, maybe they had. Maybe they'd bought her an air guitar. Had <laughs> <laughs> you thought about that? No, I hadn't thought about that. It's not much use for an amp with an, an air guitar either. So her brother's present shit as well. <laughs> but luckily, they, they decided they were inviting Ray over for Christmas. Do you remember? Yeah. And he's brought her a present as well. What does he give her? He gives her his dead wife guitar. <laughs> he does. He gives her Gloria. Yeah. And at that point, the film ends. And that's the end of that film. Yeah. Um, there are some outtakes after the film. And they are the funniest bit of the film by far. Because I've decided that the only films that do outtakes are bad comedies. Okay. Because, could you remember, we've only seen, seen it twice, I think. Have we? Where, where Hot Pot. Oh, did that? Absolutely. Hot Pot had outtakes it? at the end, of, which weren't funny at all. Right. Like the rest of the film. And some of these were quite cute. Yeah, some of these like were the good. Kids mucking around. The, yeah, and Nick when he lands on his flying um, drone snowboard, drone snowboard, trying to stick. Kept, yeah, couldn't c- stick. Couldn't the stick the landing. and just kept falling out. That made me laugh a little bit. Yeah. So we during the uh, the credits, you get a bit of a outtake montage. Yeah, and that's the end. What did you think? I liked it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fun. It's, it's a stupid. It's a Christmas it's, film. It's a stupid Christmas film. I don't see why it exists in the world. Oh, there's loads of these. There is I watch these all the time at this time of year with yeah, my kids. Yeah, I agree. But this is this is Home Alone without the good bits. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, fine. It wasn't what I thought it would be. We watched the trailer last night. I thought I, I thought this would be more of a rip-off of Home Alone. Yeah. In that I thought we would be, Pratt Falls were going to be all the thieves. You know, she's in a school. So there's, like I said, there's loads of stuff you can do to set up booby so traps. But it didn't want to go down that violent route. No. If you think of Home Alone now... Think about how all of Home Alone happens up to the point where it hits nine o'clock and all the traps start going off. Yeah. And then just after that, it's the next morning and his parents come home. This one was basically Home Alone without that bit in the middle. Yeah. It's it's just without just the pratfalls. Shuts one the... person in a cupboard and makes one scared. Scared. And there's no traps. Uh, I was expecting traps and booby traps and there's none of that. It's Home Alone without the good bits. And so why bother? Just watch Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could, no, you're not wrong. You're not you're wrong not at wrong. all. 
it's it it it's had a, a chance to it do had, some it had fun, a real chance to be fun to, to do some fun set pieces yeah. and they they didn't do that it spent too long pissing about with the parents trying to be funny and it just didn't click it didn't work yeah but I liked. Uh, I thought the girl who played Izzy was good. Yeah, she, she was. was she was. Fair. She was not an annoying child. No. Um, she was quite good. Denise Richards was all right. Danny Glover was fine. Yeah. Danny Glover's. He just phoned it in. Yeah. There's nothing for him, is it? It, was, it wasn't. He didn't. He spent most of the film sitting down, tied up. Yeah. <laughs> fact, sit, I think he spent all of the film sitting down because even when he was training Izzy at the beginning, he was. He was in his office. Yeah. 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 It was. It was fine. It's a. It's a chintzy Christmas film. Yeah. I, was, I enjoyed it's, it. It was fun. Yeah, if you like watching it sitting and just... That's exactly what Christmas. I expected it to be. Yeah, Min- I, just, I was expecting a... it to be a bit more funny. Yeah. A bit more fun. Yeah, it was just... It was fine. It was fine. Sunk. <laughs> I'll stay like this till we finish. You have to now. <laughs> Nick's fallen over in his chair. What did the kids think? Uh, so, they didn't quite make it all the way through. <laughs> oh, really? But um, my, my eldest daughter liked um, the stupid pratfalls. Yeah. yeah, she liked the rocks bouncing off people and yeah. the falling over and, you know... I think she's kind of at that age where, oh, actually, if I was left alone in my school, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, fair. But look, we could have picked something loads worse than this. This was fine. Uh, agreed. It's, it's, yeah, I'm sure there's much worse yeah. Christmas films out there on Netflix. It's bland. It's inoffensive. Yeah. It raised a couple of chuckles. It's, it's certainly not aimed at us. <laughs> it's, it's aimed at kids. Yeah. But if you're going to let your kids watch this, you might as well just put Home Alone on. And Home Alone's not even a Christmas film. Well, it is. But <laughs> I don't know, though, because there might be a bigger point there. It's like... Would Home Alone get made today with how violent that is? No, definitely And I know not. it's slapstick and it's cartoon. No and way. it's only the same thing that happens to like... No way. Runner There's and... no way Home Alone passes these days. Yeah. Not a chance. And that's why there was Especially nothing like that in this one. film. The second one is so violent. It's that Yeah, that's there's, like prolonged torture in the second There's one. no way that second film gets made this, in this day and age. No way. Do you have a trivia question? Uh, yeah, I do. Go for it. Am I going first? Yeah. So, um, can you tell me... Izzy wears a denim jacket and she has an enamel pin badge on it. What is the badge of? Um, it's only in like an hour of this film, so don't, <laughs> don't worry if you don't get it I right. Don't or I don't know. I feel like it's some sort of band logo. Is it like a rock band logo? It could be, but no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. it's a, it's is a, it a gone. Oh, is it two fingers holding a peace sign up? No, oh. it's that's close. Oh, what is it? But it's not. It's not. It's two, it's two fingers holding the rock sign up. Doing a peace sign. That's what I said. No, you said holding a peace sign up. Oh, come on. No. You know what I meant. No. Two fingers doing you the said peace they sign. Were holding a peace Shut sign. Shut up, up, I'm having that. No. That was, you know what I meant. Two fingers are not going to be able to hold a cardboard sign up. You're giving me that. Two two fingers doing the peace sign. That's what I meant. Is it? That is a guarantee on my heart that that's what I meant. As it's Christmas, I'll let you have it. Thank you. So what's the scores? Four. Four two. Yeah. Okay. Um. Quite a, quite a lot of this film set in a delivery truck that is driven by Chris, who is the delivery driver. Yeah. What was the name of the delivery company? It was Postal Express. No. I thought you'd get that. Wow. Oh. I'm a bit disappointed in you. <laughs> it was the North Star Express. Ah, no. Four two to me. I'm going to write that down because we'll definitely forget that because I nearly forgot it just then. Do you want to talk stream table? Yep. Put it straight at the top. It's Christmas. No, let's not do that, shall we? <laughs> what sort of area are we looking at, do you think? Uh, do I have to do it properly? <laughs> yeah. We're not putting it at the top, <laughs> for definite. Um, it's in the middle. It's it's middly somewhere, isn't it? Yeah. So, Clapper's currently at number nine. It's, yeah. It's better than the Clapper. Yep. Are you by the musical? Number eight? It's, it's, it's around. It's on... It's on par with that again, isn't it? Yeah. Two weeks in a row. Burning Sands, number seven. Wait, uh... 
It's not a better film than Burning Sun. As much as I would like to, because <laughs> I enjoyed watching this more, I cannot in good <laughs> conscience put this higher than Burning Suns. No, nor me. So we, if we're having the same debate we had last week, Emo yeah. the Musical. Is it better or worse than Emo the Musical? Uh... <laughs> I think it's worse. I think Emo the Musical is a better film than this. Yeah, it is. It is. It is isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Do we need to talk about The Clapper? No. So you think it goes between Emo and The Clapper? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. <laughs> Yeah, there's no, there's nowhere near as much wrong with this as there was with the clapper. No, there's not, <laughs> and there's quite a lot wrong with this. Oh yeah, yeah. There's not, and it's not original. It's not. That's the biggest thing about it. It's not original. It's and Christmas. You put anything, Christmas. Put a Christmas spin on it. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. So we're putting it in currently at number nine. Okay, cool. Pushes the clapper down to tenth. Uh, okay, cool. Shall we pick next week's episode? Sure. This will be our last one of the year. Yeah, we're going it's going in for our, our last episode of 2019. Last episode of the decade. Yeah, it's the end of our first year. I know. Well, it's not, but it's the end of the first year we've been recording. Yeah. It's exciting. And it's nearly Christmas. <laughs> right, you ready? Go for I'm it. I'm going to press this button here and make some noise. And it worked the first time, which it never normally I does. Um, it has picked a film called Miracle Mile. Okay. Any clue? None whatsoever. Okay, I'm going to Google it. I'm not, that's a lie. I'm going to IMDb it. Miracle Mile. Oh, goodness. Miracle Mile is a film from 1988. Oh, hello. Hello, 80s film. We had one 80s film in the last season. Yeah, it was, we'll get it more was than very good. It was very good. It's got something to live up to. Night of the Comet. Go and check our episode out. Yeah, Night of the Comet's a great film. Go and check our episode out on that. It's really good. And then go and watch Night of the Comet. Do you want to hear the synopsis of it, Miracle Mile? Yes, please. Itchy nose. Uh, a young man hears a chance phone call telling him that a nuclear war has started and missiles will hit his city in 70 minutes. Ooh. Mm. Stars. Anthony Edwards. Oh, okay. Uh, Mary Winningham. Uh, Bubba from Forrest Gump. Oh, okay. Uh, do you watch the trailer? Yeah. Love can sure spin your head around. God, where do you begin? Well, hello. We must have been meant to be together. It's too bad you have to work tonight. Only till midnight. Fate is a funny thing. Take a nap, because you're going to need all your energy tonight. It was one of those strange nights. <gasps> Finally meet the right girl and you blow it. That could ruin your whole day. In a big way. Dead. It's happening. This is a joke, right? It's really happening! 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 This can't be true. We'll all be dead if we don't get out of here. Nobody believes this, do they? Not me! Not Spongy! Make a list for me. People who we want to bring along. We gotta get Julie. Who's Julie? Harry Belafonte. Who are you? Who are you? Stop and let me off. I don't stop for nothing. Jump! Don't hurt me, man. I got Nakamichi Pioneer. I got everything. If it doesn't happen, I'll tell you. If what doesn't happen, man? I'm dreaming. That's, that's it, I'm dreaming. Y'all ready to go? You the pilot? Hey! Hey, do you know anybody who can fly a helicopter? Helicopter pilot. All the helicopter pilot bars are closed. What's the problem? It's true. Love can be exciting. Trust me with this. Even terrifying. Julie! Video! Oh, 
I love you. But nothing could prepare you for an experience like this. What is the truth, Harry? Miracle Mile. Listen, I'm just a guy who, who picked up the phone. Well, that looks fun. It does. I love an 80s throwback. Can't wait. I love a bit of an 80s film. I've never heard of this. No, I haven't Considering either. we were raised in the 80s. Well, hopefully that bodes well, because I'd never heard of Night of the Comet last series either. No, that's and true. that ranked quite highly in the end. It did indeed. Yeah, so go out at some point over Christmas. Go and watch this 80s film about nuclear war. <laughs> <laughs> and, Merry uh, Christmas. Have a great Christmas, and we'll be back after Christmas to talk to you more about Miracle Mile. Will we? Yes, but also you may find something in your Christmas stocking on Christmas morning because we might be leaving a little present in your phone (laughs) device. Or however you listen to podcasts. However you listen to podcasts, check us out Christmas morning. There might be something in there for you. Check our feed Christmas morning. Have a listen. Merry Christmas. We might bring some friends. We might do. We're all coming to your house for Christmas dinner. Yes. And we're bringing some friends. See you Christmas Day. And then we'll see you this time next week to talk about this film. Bye. Cheers. (laughs) 